0: Bring up the speed. We've come to this planet looking for intelligent life. Oops, we made a mistake.
1: What we've got here is failure to communicate.
2: I ate green berets for breakfast. And right now I'm very hungry. Hey
3: Mom! The meatloaf! We want it now!
4: The meatloaf!
5: This is Sparta! We're
4: not worthy! You're worthy! You're worthy, you're worthy, get up! You want answers! I want the truth! You can't handle the truth!
2: The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world
1: he didn't exist. You, you I
5: feel the need, the need for
4: Steve.
6: Alrighty then. It's
4: a little bit of...
5: In. Fake! Shake it back! It's alive! It's alive! It's alive! It's alive!
7: It's alive! Your tiny Jesus, your golden
8: fleece diapers with your tiny little fat balled up fist paw. It was
4: a man! He had a beard! Friends! Rodents! Quadrupeds! Lend me your ears!
3: all right you know what that means that the varsity radio show is here and we're so excited to be a part of your day so if you're listening to 88.5 jfm and it's so good to have you here with us uh and the this show is so much fun i think because of the guys or the girls that we bring to this room today it's all guys but when we have girls they're awesome too But let me introduce you to those guys, to my rocks! He's the U-Pastor at Connect Church, he has a crazy awesome hairdo, and he's wearing the best sweatshirt possible, as he's representing the Crimson Tide, my good friend! Robert Eckes
9: Roll Tide, y'all How's everybody doing? Everybody doing good?
3: Good day Hey, I got a good question
9: day. Right out of the gate, I got a question Yeah, go ahead, go ahead Who put the intro video together? The, the Who edited all that? Do you know?
3: That would be Steven Steven, that would be man, man. Yeah. Steven over there It's What's so that? well done Thank you Wasn't it good? It's What's really like good Because, you know, I'm
9: not here every Tuesday Yeah And so
3: Brings warm and fuzzy yeah yeah, yeah, yeah It's <laughs> really well done <laughs> anyway, It's funny It is Yeah I like that I like it also, to my left, and you'll understand this, Robert. He's auditioning for Chosen. He's auditioning for the Chosen, so he's growing his hair. He doesn't have a mullet, but he's going for the Old Testament look right there. So oh, yeah. his uh, his name, Randy Fuller. Hey,
8: I'm still gunning for Peter. You you may think it's not going to happen. <laughs> Peter's already been taken. It's going to happen. Just wait just wait and watch.
3: I'm just saying. He's already been taken. Yeah, he's got a
8: disciple uh, look about him, that's for yeah, sure. Just, he w- does,
3: doesn't he? He, he just, does. Yeah.
8: Just wait for that three-day time skip.
3: It's gonna happen.
8: <laughs>
3: in the midst of Jesus' death. You know, <laughs> anyway. In the midst of his death, ah.
8: Peter got some plastic surgery. That's <laughs> nice.
3: That's nice. Hey, also in the studio, the one who pushes the button, slides the sliders, actually made that intro you Made the about. intro video. Yeah, he is what we call the Willy Wonka of radio. He's pretty incredible. His name is... Steven Spiegel. Hey, everybody,
6: what's going on today? Hope you're having a great one so far. We got a pretty cool show lined up for you. Yeah, we're looking Mm
3: -hmm. forward to it. We're going to have Martin Negret here. He's an athlete from Crossville soccer champion. You know, with the picture we're looking at, he looks like a champion. And his his coach,
8: next Ronaldo,
3: Isaac Dismuke, uh, the coach from the Crossville Lions uh, soccer team. So it's gonna be a good day today, and you know what starts out every varsity week so perfectly? It's this, and I wanna talk about this because you know it's true. It says you can't set a Hallmark movie in the South. Unexpected snow isn't magical down here. It's terrifying and always leads to a fight at the piggly wiggly. Any
8: that is spot on.
9: I mean, that,
3: <laughs> Steven We don't we don't fight on yeah. Friday though. What do you think about that? Yep, that's right. Nailed it. Mm-hmm. Nailed it. That's so, this is why we can't have snow yeah, we, yeah, you know, we can't. Hallmark, Florida, we Hallmark, we Alabama. We don't fight on Black Friday. We fight on snow days. <laughs> yes. Which brings me to on my next one, Robert.
9: Basically, Hallmark has made 437 Christmas movies using 17 actors, 5 locations, and 3 different plots. Yeah,
8: I think that's accurate, that's, too. Come on, right? That's my favorite tradition. And yeah, here's the problem. the plot.
3: Why are we crying at the end anyway? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, you yeah. didn't see that kind? I said, ju- su- okay, Hallmark movies are like the new Scooby Doo. Right. Yeah. You know, Scooby Doo all works like this.
8: Who, you know who ends up getting the ring? Right.
3: Who who did who done it? You know, it's not really a ghost. It's you know You know what I'm talking about. And every Christmas I wish for peace on the earth, but I'd settle for Gary Danielson to stop talking. Fair. Amen. Amen. Like, I don't, I don't watch
9: college football all that much. I watch two, three games a year. That's it. But when you do... I don't understand the hatred, honestly. It's I his, think he's fair. It's his hatred for our team. That's <laughs> what it he is. He hates
3: Alabama? Yes.
9: Yes. I guess I just don't know. Although,
3: it. although, he did call some against Auburn when we were playing them. Yeah. That were just, like, obvious, you know. Anyway, my family has a game we play. I want to talk about this. Yeah. I wanted Steven's opinion on this, too. My family has a game we play in December called See Who Can Go the Longest Without Being Exposed to the Song Christmas (laughs) Shoes. Last night, I heard my oldest daughter scream downstairs... I thought she hurt herself, but she just walked in, and it was on the radio. She's out. She's out. Mm. (laughs) Steven?
6: Yep. (laughs) It's one of those, man. It'll get you every single time. Yeah. And it's like, no, I don't want to hear it. I don't. I'm going to cry. I don't want to be emotional.
3: Exactly. Stop it! (laughs) I think that game's hilarious, (laughs) though. You should play that Robert. We should we should play and that as a church that. staff. Yeah. Uh and I, I want to talk about this, you know, before we talk about the others. Bama this week and we'll talk about this more upset number 1 Georgia in the SEC Championship. But on the same night, which this is huge. Alabama beat number 3 Gonzaga. It is uh it's nice to
9: see Alabama basketball, good. Isn't there a party that just goes, you know, it's just another weekend in
3: Alabama. <laughs> it's starting to get that way. I don't know if you remember last year, but it was pretty fantastic. Well, with la- the last year's over. Softball team with the baseball team with the basketball team with the football. It was a good year. Oh, yeah. Even the gymnastics were good. Yeah. They generally are. Uh, and we, we're we going to uh, tell you about the people who help power the Charburger. And that is, they they are the ones who fed us. They are. It was
9: delicious. Oh my gosh. And Me and Robert were talking about
3: it. We have never, ever, ever in your life had anything bad from Charburgers. Ever.
9: Mm -mm. It's always been good. Ever.
3: And they are open from 7 to 3 on Saturday. 5.30 to 3. Why 5.30? Because them jokers make breakfast and it's good. (laughs) Home of the famous Chargrill Wildcat Burger. Uh, Philly cheesesteak and jumbo crispy onion rings. And then there's B&B video games.
9: B&B video games down in Albertville. 80s style arcade and a local video game retail they store.
3: Some, they got
8: some good deals. It's a cool what. place, it's man.
3: If you're born in the 80s like me. You don't have to carry a pocket or, full of change. Which is a <laughs> that's major, major bonus. Absolutely. And uh, I just want to throw that out there. It's pretty great so you you pay once play all day that's how it works which is awesome when you don't like to carry you know a hundred coins in your pocket just and to there's have a coin a shortage day. also
9: so that's right like,
3: so we got your back yeah. so that's b&b video game hey we're gonna go to some music and we will be back very soon it's time for the fca moment of the week it's no joke and it's no wonder that Miss Candy Armstrong is one of my absolute favorite people from Fellowship of Christian Athletes. And I should have sent Steven the picture of me and you at Top Golf. Yes! That was awesome. That was. So that was I got fun. to meet the legend, the myth, <laughs> Candy Armstrong. I got to meet her in person. <gasps> right? I'm jealous. I was jealous, you know, until I met her. And then I was like, Lottery.
9: I know. I'm just. Want it. I've only ever had uh,
3: email <laughs> you know? correspondence. So that yeah.
0: Was a fun Sunday. <laughs>
3: yeah. There's the face behind the email. Yeah. Candy. okay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Now my question is, why she's never been a keynote speaker? Because she's she's got it. She- <laughs> Look at her. Got to draw the line somewhere. <laughs> so, Miss Candy, tell us what's going on in the wonderful world of Fellowship of Christian Athletes this wonderful week. We
0: have got, we've got a lot going on. Our camp registrations opened up Black Friday, so we're running different specials for um, camp. And had a lot of people sign up, so we were really excited about that. But um, you can check it out on our website, northalabamafca.org. Registration is open. We will be in Madison East, which is going to be in Huntsville. That will be at Wattsburg Baptist. And then we will be in Coleman. Right now it's at First Baptist, and I think that location may change. And then in Madison East, uh, Madison West will be at Bob Jones, and there's There's also one that Grace Fellowship does in the Albertville area. And we don't host that one, I guess you could say. We're not over that one. We don't coordinate it, but we work at it. We send our interns and whatnot. So anyway, so we got camp registration going on. We have... um, intern sign up starts what? next thursday so getting ready gearing up for camp there's some that's actually in camp planning today wow so yes camp is on the mind
5: camp and planning december <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah i know right yeah and then we have a um, coach spouse weekend retreat timeout weekend retreat that's coming up January the 14th through the 16th registration is open for that you can sign up also northalabamafca.org for that but lots and lots and lots of stuff going on and we're already like I said looking towards the summer with summer camp we have a board wives lunching tomorrow and then um, we uh, are having an intern reunion next Sunday Wow. Um. so got a lot of interns coming back from the last 10 years so that's exciting so yeah i just lots of good stuff going on lots lots huddles are going strong at schools i tell you what i have never seen i don't know if it's because of covid and everybody's just wanting to get together or what yeah but the numbers that we're seeing at our huddles awesome are amazing wow awesome And this generation is needing something and they don't know what they need. Yeah. We all know what the answer is. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. So we are. So we are working it as hard as we can.
3: (laughs) Yep. And if you're a parent out there, I was telling Miss Candy, my son, my four-year-old got to go to his very first huddle. uh, And I I sent Brother Ken a message and said, thank you so much. Because my son's benefiting from it now. And uh, Mm -hmm. just how awesome this organization is. Like I said, I send my own kid to it. uh, And what an impact it makes in the school system. I challenge you to do that. I challenge you to send your child. These people are amazing. And they're incredible disciples. What a great way to connect your kid to somebody who loves Jesus. And a group of people who can encourage their faith and not discourage it. So... Thank you, Miss Candy.
0: And if you, and if anybody is interested in joining our team or helping support FCA, you can also go to our website NorthAlabamaFCA.org, org because we are doing our end of the year drive. As you know, we yeah. are a nonprofit, and you know so. We rely and count on our sponsors, our partners, and they are amazing. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, such a blessing. Yeah, such a blessing.
3: And so are so you they guys. Allow
0: us, <laughs> they allow us to be able to do what we do, and yeah. as long as we're able, we're gonna we're gonna try to reach as many as we can.
3: Wow. Well, Miss Candy, thank you so much for giving us You're your welcome.
0: time. Thanks. Thank Thanks you so for much. being on
3: here. We love you.
0: Love you too. And y'all, please be safe out there. Be safe, be safe, be safe, and have a very Merry Christmas.
3: Yes, ma'am. For our audience, Miss Candy is going through something, and we, you know, we need to keep her in prayer. Mm-hmm. We do. That's uh, it's a her big family. deal. Her yeah. uh, brother in law just passed away unexpectedly in a car accident. What else I got out of that is their passion yeah her reaching like mm-hmm. she's she's an administrator but right. her passion mm-hmm. for reaching the schools yep. and the reaching kids and how much it means and there
9: are some great people at fca that, incredible you know, it's just uh they've got great influence in the schools um and, and me so, and you so, are big fans of yeah it. yeah, it's yeah. A great great organization <laughs> it's, absolutely
3: so and so hey if you're not connected you need to be and now
2: today's clutch moment
3: yes yeah, so today i uh and for the next week i'm a few weeks i'm gonna be talking about some christmas movies that are just like blockbusters awesome you yes know? and i and i'm gonna uh, talk about one it's a particular one that i liked as a kid it's a claymation one i don't know if you used to watch those santa claus uh they you know Santa Claus is coming to town. Right, I've seen a lot of. Uh, them, but I don't think I've seen this one. The heat monster and the cold monster, whatever. I don't know mm-hmm. what that one's called. Rudolph, Rudolph the red nosed. You know what? I'm, t- I'm trying to paint the picture for people. If you, when I say claymation, right. And then there was one called the Little Drummer Boy, right, for which we get for King and Country's really great version of the Little Drummer Boy, uh. But I want to ask today. I want to start about this. I want to talk about him, the actual character. What do you have? Is the is the point here? So my question to you, Robert, is: What do you think is your best strong point? My best strong point, my personal like in my personality. Anything. Anything. Yeah.
9: Um, I think I'm a good listener. I think I'm yeah. patient with people. Yep. Yeah. i will say that's. I'm I'm uh, decent at that.
3: It's awesome. So your highlight,
8: Randy. I am incredibly slow to anger, and I also learn, learn really fast. Dude, we should test that.
9: We, we should, should. What can we do it. to really roll them up?
3: Next time you come, we'll set something <laughs> up. We'll set a task up. It'll be. We'll see how quick it goes. So- <laughs> 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 Just joking. So, uh, have you ever seen? And I, I you were kind of answering this the the Little Drummer Boy movie. I've never seen it. I never have. Have you? Mm-mm. Yeah. So let let me give you the basis of the movie real quick. So so the little drummer boy is about this this boy who's basically orphan, right? Mm-hmm. And meets this lamb, who's Baba. also Baba. Yeah. You want to say that it makes you feel good? You said Baba. Baba. Yeah. Yep. Yep. yep I feel better. Yep. Don't die, Baba. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so Baba <laughs> is the lamb. And he's an orphan too, and they go and they're going around. And uh, I hadn't actually watched the movie in a while, but I, I remember this. Him and him, Baba, I remember the end of the movie. They're hanging out. Uh, they're going around. He he learns that he's good at drumming, which is an important skill, you know. I guess to earn money on the streets as an orphan. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and they, he has this incident Where they are are hanging out with, you know, Jesus and, well, not Jesus yet, but Mary and Joseph and they're riding with them, whatever, and and they get there to Bethlehem and Baba gets run over. Really? It's kind of like that snowman commercial that just came out, like they saved the snowman for a year and then it got run. You know what I'm talking about? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. So he gets run over and Baba is dying. And the three wise men, or the three kings, come. Uh And he's like, I can go to the king. right? And if I go to the king, the king can do something. So he goes to the king, and the king goes, I'm just mortal. But there's a king over there that can do something. Now, the the little drummer boy is not in the Bible. Okay, if some of y'all think it's in the Bible, it's not in the Bible. But we'd like to think this is just a great story, okay? (laughs) Jesus does not heal a lamb. So Jesus did heal the lamb. In the little drummer boy, not and, in the Bible. in the, little drummer, the boy. little drummer boy. So
8: He might have and it just never got written down, but we don't know. <laughs>
3: yeah Honestly, I don't know that it would help the side. I, I don't think it would hurt, but Yeah. You know, there's a point for me telling you that whole story. In first Peter four ten through twelve says, God has given each of you a gift from his great variety of spiritual gifts. Use them well to serve one another do you have the gift of speaking then speak as though god himself were speaking through you do you have the gift of helping others do it with all the strength and energy that god supplies then everything you do will bring glory to god through jesus christ all glory and power to him forever and ever amen so let's talk about the lessons of the drummer boy the first thing i want to say is you were born on purpose robert have you ever felt like a mistake in your life?
9: Um, I don't know if I ever felt like a mistake. I certainly have had seasons of life where I felt like I had no purpose, right. for sure.
3: Okay, so in the midst of that, how did you overcome that feeling, or how should we overcome that feeling that we're a mistake, or, or we don't have purpose and we don't matter?
9: Yeah, I think there's an emptiness within a lot of us, yeah. because um, what the Bible teaches is that we are born separate from our creator and so we're searching and so that's why there is this search for purpose within all of us we're trying to find some purpose and find some meaning in our life yeah i tell you the best thing that i've come across is this acronym for shape yeah you ever heard this no so the letter s is spiritual gifts the letter h is heart yeah the letter a is um i can't remember what the letter a is (laughs) let's see that struggle is real hearts. Well, the letter P is personality and the letter E is experience. Maybe the letter A will come back to me later. A is anyway. art. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> <stuck>. <laughs> I'm But, you know, you begin to explore your spiritual gifts, your personality, your pers- uh, your passion, which is your heart, yeah. and then your experiences, and you can kind of begin to see maybe some things God's called you to do with your life.
3: Yeah? Yeah. That's awesome. Which brings me to my second thing. You are purposely gifted. It's what you just said. Right, Mm-hmm. And I, I love what um, Martin Luther King Jr. said. I love how he puts this. He says, If a man is called to be a street sweeper, he should sweep streets even as Michelangelo painted, or Beethoven composed music, or Shakespeare wrote poetry. He should sweep streets so well that all the hosts of heaven and earth will pause to say, Here lived a great street sweeper who did his job well. Isn't it's that great? An, it's an awesome quote. Isn't that a great quote? And then you go back
9: to 1 Peter, and he says, why do you do these things? You do it to help others.
3: That's right. Isn't that good? Yes. is awesome. good? It's awesome. I love it. So do you feel God uniquely gifts each of us, and uh, what should we do with that?
9: Well, the catechism says glorify God and enjoy him forever. Yeah. So we take the gifts and enjoy him and serve
3: uh, our neighbor. Yeah. Yep. Which, back to the 1 Peter, right? Mm-hmm. And so, and then the last thing I want to say, God wants to use you. I think all of us doubt this, but John fourteen twelve through 14 says, I tell you the truth. Anyone who believes in me will do the same works I have done and even greater works because I'm going to be with the father. You can ask for anything in my name and I will do it so that the son can bring glory to the father. Yes. Ask me for anything in my name and I'll do it. So Robert, last question. How do we know God wants to use us?
9: Well, he's told us in his word. Yeah. And so uh, God's not a liar. <laughs> God always speaks Thank God. truth. I would hope not. And so we can totally trust him when he says he's going to do something. And I love this phrase here. It says he will do these things if we pray in his name. Yes. Which that means in agreement with his will. That's right. So obviously. Not if, ours. If
3: we <laughs> Yes, exactly.
9: <laughs> so if we pray according to his will, which right. he'll show us, then it will be answered. That's like we good. had that kind of confidence. I remember last summer um, I was praying for you know for a long time as as fathers do for salvation for their children. yeah and I remember studying John 14 and 15 and I said, okay I, I'm pretty sure God wants my daughter to be saved. yeah so I'm gonna pray in his name in agreement with God's will that he would uh, uh, open up my daughter's heart and sh- sure enough, she did this past summer was baptized. And wow, awesome it's great yeah. A get any better of, uh, verses here
3: that's so good that's so good hey we are just we hope that you got that God wants to use you God chose you and you were born on purpose we want you to know that today just like the drummer boy you know as he as he approached the king Jesus with his drum you know uh it's you know that is what God wants to do in you he wants to take what you're uniquely gifted with uh, we are so glad that you're here with us this week, uh, and we want to tell you about places who uh, could make your holiday experience so much better. BNB Video Games has one of the coolest owners I've ever met in my life. He was he was a extra on The Walking Dead. He has Ooh. video games that have been in TV shows and movies, in the videoing, taping of uh stranger things cool. classic cool. stuff cool. oh uh, i mean just cool oh. stuff and as randy will attest the vi- local video game retail store
8: some great deals it's legit the it it game like 60 dollars at walmart and gamestop got it for like 30 there
3: yeah and then we have uh charburger and we all know these guys man they just hit the mark every time mm-hmm There's a few things in life that are just on point all the time. Charburger is one of those places.
9: It's just a great southern burger joint.
3: (sighs) So good. You know? And I've never, like, eaten anything there that wasn't good. But that's Charburger. Hey, we're going to take a break. Some really good music. And we'll be back with you very soon. Uh, Favorite statement of the weekend from the SEC Championship. That rat poison was yummy. (laughs) From Nick Saban. That was a great quote. (laughs) You know, I enjoyed that. Uh, For Nick,
6: you had mentioned before the game, you weren't sure how players would respond to to being underdogs in this game. Just how do you think they responded, and how much was that used as motivation? Um, I
2: I I think what these guys really wanted to sort of gain was more respect. Um, Not just the fact that they were underdogs, because I think we had a tremendous amount of respect for Georgia, their team and what they accomplished, Um, but you guys gave us a lot of really positive rat poison. The rat poison that you usually give us is usually fatal, but the rat poison that you put out there this
8: week was yummy.
5: (laughs) Right?
3: Right?
8: I feel like Nick Saban's unintentionally funny.
3: Nick Saban, he has his moments. That one cracked me up, though. I, I watched that interview, and it's... Because Nick Saban, he always talks about rat poison. But what about Brian Kelly? This whole Brian Kelly LSU thing? Let's do What do that. you think about that? Going you, to LSU? This whole situation,
6: yeah. It, and what's this deal with him cracking a, a Southern accent? Is he trying to... Joey Molinaro over on TikTok, he's got this amazing video that I found. And what? man, you're going to chuckle. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Take a listen to this. Hey
2: Brian, just wanted to call and congratulate you on the new job My word, is this the Alabama slammer himself to whom I am speaking with? This is Coach Saban Will consider me flying a kite in the middle of a thunderstorm on a hot July day because I am shocked Alright When the phone rang, it tickled my interest But now, well now Coach, you have my attention (laughs) <laughs> so what do I owe this pleasure? Well, like I was saying, I just wanted to call and congratulate you on the new job and, and welcome you to the SCC, and, and I look forward to competing against you for years to come. Oh, well, that's mighty kind of you, Coach. Mighty kind. Brian, I, I gotta say... This doesn't really sound like you. you. You all right? Let me guess. You're talking about my accent. Oh, I just can't help myself here with all this southern hospitality. It just <laughs> oozes onto you like spreading butter over a hot roll on a muggy Louisiana summer day. <laughs> Brian, you've been there for a day. Well, now, Coach, let not... Rush to judgment now. Maybe if you want to talk more about it, then you and Miss Terry are always welcome to come over to the Kellys for some iced tea or maybe even some lemonade. Well, I appreciate it, but unlike you right now, I got a program to run that's in the middle of some pretty important games, so I think I'm going to have to turn you down. (laughs) I understand, but just remember, as we say here in the South, my house is like a church, always open to all, but especially on Sundays. That's not even a saying down here. You're from
3: Massachusetts. (laughs) (laughs) I like that saying. Steven, I like that saying. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Hey, you know, we got to find the basis, the origin story of that, because the SEC roll call does it too. I know. So can we Uh hit the SEC roll call? Oh, yeah, we can hit that. Yes, yes, yes. This was this is a fantastic video that we watch every week, Robert. And uh, this guy is hilarious. In fact, we use two of his memes.
9: SEC roll call, roll call. There okay. it is. Roll. Yeah.
3: Call. Here we go. Championship week is here, and I'm assuming that Georgia's spectacular defense did not
4: give up more than 20 points. Mm-mm, double it. Excuse me. <laughs> they gave up 41. Oh no. <laughs> that means that what, did you? Everybody. <laughs> 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 oh, again. Did you know that Arya went to Georgia? That's basically our fight song. Get up, it's not that bad. It's that bad. I let myself hope. (laughs) It started when we only gave up 36 points in 6 games, and then the Braves won the World Series, and I thought the curse had been lifted, but no. Hold on, Georgia. (laughs) I think I got something that'll cheer you up. Oh yeah, playoff assignments. Well, I've got first seed against Ohio State Junior, and Georgia is playing Ohio State's daddy. How did you know the playoff matchups already? I'm practically on the committee. Well, regardless, (laughs) the SEC has two teams in the playoffs again this year, so let's go ahead and take a look at all the other bowl games. Oh, now hold on now. I can take it from here. What are you doing? (laughs) Looking for a new job. Uh, (laughs) fuck. Yeah, it look like you're going to the Tim Tebow bowl. I didn't know he had a bowl, but uh that seems pretty appropriate. Uh, yeah, no, very appropriate, because both of y'all should have gave up on football this year. <laughs> hold on, y'all. Those are not real bowlers. Alvin, you're going to the new Dollar General Bowl. Uh, uh-huh, very funny, because we're playing in Birmingham. No, because like a new Dollar General, you opened up looking pretty good this year, but after about two months, you were a mess. <laughs> like a comeback. I did not see that
5: coming.
4: i Keith Richards Bowl. Oh, because? Because I thought you'd be dead by now.
5: <laughs> yeah, me too.
4: Texas A&M, fat man in a lawn chair bowl. Go ahead, I know where this is headed. Cause you always float under pressure. I'm <laughs> sorry, but can we get the real matchups please? Yeah, I'm sorry coach, this ain't gonna work out. That's okay, I got 16 million dollars in the bank, I'm just gonna go over to the fanciest place I know. Oh, like Fiji? <laughs> I know, Destin, Florida. <laughs> okay. Let's go through this real quick. Kentucky, you got Iowa in the Citrus Bowl. Oh, that is gonna be a lot of sunburned people. Oh next, playing in <laughs> the Sugar Bowl. In New Orleans, so I can see Arch Manning. Please stop. It's beyond creepy now. <laughs> We're gonna get revenge for what Texas Tech did to Coach Leach. Yep, you are playing the Red Raiders in the Liberty Bowl. Yeah, that too! Wait, what? Hey, can <laughs> we get the French's mustard bowl? That is not a thing. What but the deuce Mayo Bowl is? Yes, and that is where South Carolina is going. Oh, who am I playing? Yeah, you got North Carolina at 615 AM. Yeah, that should be fun. Oh, <laughs> okay. Question, why does the universe hate us? <laughs> well, Missouri, you're playing in the Armed Forces Bowl. Oh, nice! And we're all gonna root for each other in these games, right guys? Well, you're playing army. So, uh, we gotta support the troops. And if I may, inquire about the status of our postseason matchup. Wait, who is this guy? Is that the new Colonel Sanders? Ugh, no, that's my old neighbor from up north. I think he's trying to relate to us. Now, can I bother any of you gentlemen for a nice cold cup of grits? Oh God, this is painful. <laughs> you don't know anything about pain. Oh, would you look at the time? <laughs> I'm afraid I must depart. Texas A and M has graciously made arrangements for me to go snipe hunting this weekend. He's gonna love it here.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. So we gotta find that origin story because it's driving me crazy. Well, there's a video of him with that southern accent.
9: Have you seen that? No. Yeah. That's what I need to see.
3: Yeah. It's out there. Where he's faking it.
9: I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if he's faking it or maybe he's happened to just be around a bunch of Southern people. Well, he and will be he just, now. And then like, he just randomly started
3: doing that, not he, knowing he what he was doing. He's gonna be living <laughs> in it. He's gonna be living in it. It's yeah. gonna, you know, I what I'm gonna miss is hearing Orgeron talk. Okay. So, so, so was, that's two videos consistently making fun of him. So, I just you know when you have two in a row there's gotta be something there hey we got about six minutes to our athlete interview which is gonna be really fantastic and uh we want to talk to you about the big football games coming up these next few weeks uh and this weekend is one of the coolest ones to ever watch if you never have have you ever watched this game army versus navy i've seen highlights i've watched some of the games national holiday It's really a fun game to watch. It's
9: it's pretty intense, isn't it?
3: Yes. And it's like at the end, whoever wins, they go over and they sing with their people on the sides. It's really quite amazing. Uh, And and then after that, we start our bowls. And the first one that'll matter to anybody is in December 28th. And it's number 20, Houston versus Auburn at the Birmingham Bowl. Hmm, which will be a little nicer than much nicer than Legion Field because they just built a new field. Did they really? Yeah. Oh, and, I didn't uh, know that. Yeah, and it's All it's right. downtown uh, also, uh, but in a safer place downtown. So <laughs> anyway, that's happening. <laughs> and then December twenty number fourteen, Oregon versus Oklahoma in the Alamo. Bowl The yeah. yeah. Alamo. Alamo. Who do you think will win that?
8: Uh, I'm gonna go Oregon.
3: Oregon. What do you think? Uh, Oklahoma or Oregon? Yeah, I like the Ducks in that one.
9: Uh, I'm going with Auburn in the first one. Yeah, yeah. They got kind of a home field there, almost, don't they? Yeah. You say,
3: yeah, yep. That's and about as home field as you get. Played well
9: against Alabama, so.
3: And then we got December 30th, North Carolina versus South Carolina, and we just discussed it in the Duke's Mayo Bowl, Mayo Bowl, which is in Charlotte, it's in the Panther Stadium. The Duke's six, Mayo Bowl. Six fifteen. Uh, in the morning. Uh, that'll be fun. Is that for so, real? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they said it in roll call, so I'm going to believe it. And, and then Tennessee versus Purdue. And Tennessee's got the home field advantage here at the yeah. at the Music Bowl. Right. Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, and Purdue's been really good this year. And Tennessee's been better than normal. Hmm. Better than normal. Followed by the CFP Nas- uh, National Championship Playoffs. We'll start with number four, Cincinnati versus us.
9: Oh, you know who the I'm good going guys. With. The good
3: guys. The good guys. The Tide. Absolutely. Roll, 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 roll Tide. I think we're all going for the Tide. At this point, it's like,
9: should you really bet against Saban?
3: No. You might win, but probably not. You know, I kind of enjoyed when they did because it, it produced great results. So, And then you got number yeah. three, Georgia <laughs> versus number two, Michigan. Mm-hmm. Which ought to be a good game. I think so. Ought to be a fun game. Later on that same day, followed by the next big bowls, January first, Oklahoma State number nine versus Notre Dame in the Fiesta Bowl. Notre Dame, which happens in Phoenix, Arizona, followed by hey. eleven Utah versus number six Ohio State. I think Ohio State wins that. The Ohio State University in, in the Rose Bowl, which is a big deal. You ever seen the Rose Rose Parade? Then you got number 7 Baylor versus number 8 Ole Miss in the Sugar Bowl. Yeah, I'm so, going Ole Miss on that one. I think it'll be a battle. I've always
9: respected Ole Miss.
3: Lane Kiffin's better than people give him. Uh, oh, I used
9: to live near there too. So. Yeah.
3: yeah. Well, we're going to go probably one more song and we will be back with your athlete interview. It's the Varsity Athlete Interview. Yeah, and we're so excited to have uh, Coach Dismuke on here with us, and we're also joined here with our friend, Ra- uh, why did I say that? Martin, <laughs> sorry uh sorry, and so we're so excited to have both of you on here today, Martin, let me see if I can say this right, Negrete, Negrete, Negrete okay, Martin Negrete and uh, Coach Dismuke, and so this is Coach Dismuke's first year, uh, Isaac, this is your junior year, of high school and so you've been doing uh you've been playing soccer for a little while i'm guessing yes i have so has uh i I know you just had a transition with coaches how have things been different this year
1: well i feel like we're putting in much more work in this year than what we did last year yeah so i'm pretty sure i feel like we're off to a good start because we started early this year
3: Started early, and so what are some of the things that you're doing this year that you didn't do last year?
1: I feel like we're conditioning way more this year, and that's gonna, I know some uh, some, uh, some, of my teammates don't like conditioning, but it'll pay off in the long run, for sure. But, I, don't,
3: I don't know many people who like conditioning, no. <laughs> but in those sports, it helps a lot. You know, so so. Uh, at what age did you start playing soccer?
1: It's been a while, probably around seven, seven. or eight. Mm-hmm. I, started did... a, I started off a bit late compared to other players, like three or four years old.
3: Yeah, yeah, late. <laughs> three or four, that's cool. Uh, and so is there a lead for three or four? Well, not really, but... I think that's whenever they
1: start having their own kicks. Right. Hmm. They're getting into it and they start liking it. And then I think at the age of seven is whenever you can actually go into like a little rec
6: league.
3: Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then Coach mute. cool story about him. He's originally a soccer player from Crossville and now getting the coach. So, uh, how's that different?
6: Um. Well, um, when I was a player, uh, we had a coach who was very sincere, but didn't know a, lot, a whole lot about the game of soccer. Yeah. He was new, new to it. So he did what he could, but you know, um, ultimately he was limited by his lack of experience. So I want to use my experience to just take us even further. I want to match my sincerity with my experience nice. and really, really support my team in every way.
9: Awesome, awesome, Martin. I got another question for you. What's uh, what's some awards that you've won? Some accomplishments that you've uh, been able to experience as you've played soccer through the years.
1: I've won, I've won a quite a bit of tournaments, but my most mer- memorable might have been the. I've won state two times for club, and that's been a big, a huge accomplishment. For oh me. yeah,
3: that's great. That's massive, and so. Uh, coached is mute can you tell the audience where you coached before you did soccer i
6: coached uh basketball and that was actually in virginia my first teaching oh. job when i graduated university was up in a, in a private school in virginia so another big big trend life transition for me yeah
3: <laughs> yeah so you've been in alabama for a year i'm from here oh um, yeah yeah
6: it's a lot, but I left, I was out of the country for a while. I lived in other states, but this is my first year back in teaching and coaching in my hometown.
3: Okay. Here okay. In Alabama, so. so how did that phone call go? Like, how did you, how did that connection happen where they said, hey, we want you to come home?
6: Well, it, it happened kind of perfectly because I'm studying my master's um, in English education. Yeah and i graduated from here and i played soccer here so the principal knew all of those things and it just so happened that the soccer coach had another opportunity and he left as did the english teacher so i filled oh, wow. two roles in one and it just kind of fell together perfectly he knew i was studying for english he knew i played soccer and he said you know obviously i was the i came right to his mind so sure. that's how that phone
3: that's phenomenal so martin uh what would you say are like some of your favorite drills in... in? I know you are, like he says, what, two hours a week, coach? So they're yes. at two hours a week right now le- to be legal. Uh, but what are some of the drills that you really like to do that maybe made a huge improvement in your game? And what are some of the ones that you like really dread? <laughs> and why? Think,
1: well, first of all, the agility ladders, those help a lot in a player's footwork and hip movement and all that. That helps a lot. It's like mastering the fundamentals, and probably uh, well. Coach Dismuke he sets up four cones. Yeah. And there's a player at each cone, and one player has the ball. They pass it to one side, and then they transition from cone to cone. Yeah but they have to use like their as like their outside foot to like open up yeah or quicker quicker pass
3: okay is that your yeah. least favorite that one
1: no that's my I think that's my... that's your favorite one of my favorite ones okay because that helps you that helps you um keep the ball moving much quicker in the game yeah. Yeah. And that'll take up time. That'll, like, those little seconds. Yeah. That's very important in the game.
3: Okay. What's your least favorite drill? Uh, it's where you look at your coach and say, I love them all. <laughs> 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 They're the best.
1: No, I mean, I love all the drills he, he, he provides us. He provides <laughs> a
9: variety of drills, but probably conditioning. <laughs> yeah. Oh, conditioning, yeah. Again,
3: I don't know many people who like conditioning. No, you like, got
9: be like a maniac. So something's wrong with if you like conditioning.
3: It hurts so good. <laughs> Said nobody. Anyway. What's
9: right. up, Martin? What's some of your hobbies? I see here you uh, you do play video games a little bit, but one game in particular? FIFA. FIFA. What a shocker. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Are you dominant in that game?
1: Very dominant. <laughs> Ooh, oh, my. Look Against the computer
3: or your friends?
1: uh my friends online oh. okay <laughs> sometimes against my friends sometimes against online random players
3: yeah okay how, how do uh
9: soccer players when they lift weights what what do they focus on is it bench press curls like what what do y'all do
1: i think the most important thing in weightlifting for
9: for soccer players is pilometrics plyometrics,
1: plyometrics.
9: Mm-hmm. oh very interesting that makes sense a lot of jump training yeah yeah hmm. yeah
3: yeah, do you, gives you, you, more you You do a lot of leg work?
6: Yeah, a little bit
1: of everything.
3: Okay. Yeah, I, you know, you remember when you do, like, squats and stuff and then have to go run? Ugh. You don't do that a lot, oh, do yeah. you? <laughs> legs of jello. <laughs> <My> legs. <Yeah. laughs> we, we, would,
8: we would do squats and then go straight to box jumps.
3: Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm, hurts. Uh. So... I, I was looking on here, Martin, uh who inspires you in life? Who you can give us a famous person but give us some give us the famous person but then also talk about somebody close to you that inspires you.
1: Well, the famous person is obviously the greatest of all time in my opinion, is Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah. He has elite mentality and probably somebody uh close to me is probably my dad.
3: Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. He's done a lot of things. He sacrificed a lot yeah. to give me the opportunity of life I have today.
3: That's that's so good.
9: What about David Beckham?
1: David yeah, Beckham, he's <laughs> a pretty good soccer player.
9: <laughs> I don't know anything about either of those guys I did. really. I was going to
3: say, is he still in it?
9: <laughs> I'm just trying
3: to I be just, argumentative. No. He was good <laughs>
1: when he was. He does own a club and in Florida. It's called. I think it's called Miami FC,
3: something
9: like that. I'm
3: not sure. Okay. Oh. The club. Nice. Hmm. You know, so when you get out from being a pro, you just own something.
9: You yes, just own it. So, yeah.
3: <laughs> so, uh, and I'll ask both of you guys, Coach and uh Martin, and Coach, I, I know you've this is your first year, but back when you played for Crossville, just think of this. What was the greatest game that you played in up to this point? What was the most memorable game? Hmm. Um,
6: that's tough. Let me let Martin go first on this one. That's well, a pretty tough question for me, too. I played a lot of games, <laughs> a lot of difficult games. Um, I'll give an answer that may be a little bit surprising um, because we lost the game. But we made it to the playoffs, my senior year in soccer, um, and we we were maybe outmatched, just to be honest. But I played my hardest, uh, the team played their hardest, and we were happy for the opportunity to make it to playoffs. Yeah, and we lost uh, two to one, um, but that was a game I was really proud of. I ended my senior year with you know making it that far, had a winning season, um, so that was probably my. My proudest
3: game. It's hmm. awesome.
1: Martin? My proudest game right now for club, I can't think of one because so many hard games. And honestly, I always feel like I give my best. But for high school, probably in the ninth grade, my freshman year, we beat uh, Gunnersville 2-0. Wow! Oh, come on now. <laughs> and uh, it's been a while since we uh actually beat gunnersville but that year we that game we played home and we gave it our all and we won oh, that's crazy
3: well let me ask you this in the same thing then robert robert can ask a question but what was the hardest loss that you've take that you've had in your life and uh how did you learn from it what did you what did you gain from that moment
1: I think is whenever i was playing in my eighth grade year for jv i i i was goalkeeper at that time and i conceded seven goals against everville yeah we lost seven one but um whenever i i go back to that position there's some games that i go back to that position and i remember that moment and it gives me like the motivation of to so just keep on going and just try my best no matter the score
3: yeah mm-hmm.
9: i'll tell you uh you know me and seth are both youth pastors uh one of the things i love uh asking uh, high schoolers about is their future and kind of what are some of their dreams i can tell you love uh soccer is it something in the area of soccer being a player being a coach is there some other something else that kind of uh interests you as far as your future
1: well, right now my focus is on is on being a college player a soccer player or just having the chance to go pro awesome yeah I know it's um it's, it's like only one percent make it bro but that's just the number it's all in it's all in in the mindset of each and every single individual and just in case that doesn't work out or I lose interest and I'd like to go into the FBI workforce. Awesome. Oh,
3: that's neat. Hey, you
9: only live once. May as well go
1: for I it. I know. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Shoot. So, Coach, talking.
3: I'm like talking to you, but I, I'm gonna let him ask you. What was your loss? What was your? What was hmm. the loss that you remember that was painful?
6: <laughs> um. Well, since Martin talked about beating, Gunnersville, I can talk about losing to Gunnersville. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we a little bit. We lost to Gunnersville. Um, my senior year that would have been 2012 season and I didn't feel like we should have lost to them which Gunners was a strong team and they have been a strong team but I feel like we didn't show up to play and we got in our heads and we beat ourselves before we even really gave them a fair chance to beat us yeah. so that was, that was a disappointing loss and um, you know we, you always got to get your mind right before a game or, or that will happen to you
9: every time
3: yeah, so, so half the battle's in your mind. Mm. <laughs> Robert?
9: Well, I'll I tell you one question I w- would love to hear you um, talk about. Is your most embarrassing moment? Yes. I think this, the from what I briefly see here, it sounds pretty funny.
3: This goes for both of <laughs> you, so... Coaches usually like to resist this one, but this... <laughs> Coach, we want your answer on this one. So... Mm.
6: You had have, you have answered that on the...
3: Yeah, on the answer, answer that, of
1: course. Also something I thought of that happens to me very, very... Like, very often is leaving the keys in the car and <laughs> knocking myself out. <laughs> I think it's happened, like, about five times <laughs> in less than two years.
3: <laughs> this is scary. What is that? What is your dad's response after that? That is... He
1: chews me out, but then he <laughs> understands I'm just a, I'm just a teenager and <laughs> I make mistakes.
3: Yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe you'll never make that one again.
1: Nah. So- <laughs> I, I recently made one this, this high school year.
3: Okay, okay.
1: I had to call locksmith.
3: Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's... <laughs> I couldn't get it out this time
6: on my own. Coach... I don't want to seem like I'm dodging the question, but I can't think of anything just right off the top of my head. <laughs> I'm sure there's plenty. That's not to say that there's not any embarrassing moments. All right, but, I,
3: I'm yeah. gonna put the ball in your coat, uh, your your court here, Coach and uh, Coach Ann and, and uh, Martin. This is what I I want to know. I want to know about ref calls. Now I, I was joking uh, about the jo- joking, not joking about the Auburn game uh, and the ref calls. But every athlete has where a time where they really feel like the ref blew it. They messed up the game. They did. And coaches, you have those same moments, you know? And So, uh, can y'all tell us about one of those experiences? One yeah, those y'all ever times? got like a yellow card, red, red card? Surely not. I have. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell us about that.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I think it's, uh, I'm not sure. What happened but I think it's whenever a player pushed me from the back and I just wanted to go at him yeah and I they held me they held me uh, back and I just saw the ref and I kept I kept arguing with them he just gave me a yell yeah my, my team just wanted to back off
9: it's understandable
1: yeah yeah,
3: hmm. yeah cuz somebody went after you, you went back it was whenever it's
1: because I scored on them oh I scored on the goalkeeper. He was, oh. just, he was just jealous. Oh,
3: man. It was a
1: last-minute score.
3: He's mad. He was <laughs> just
1: mad. It's because I went to go get the— because we were losing two, two to the zero the last minutes, and I scored, and I wanted to go get the ball quickly so we could quickly um, put the ball back in play, and he didn't want to give it to me, so I just pushed—I just shoved him to the goal, and I just got the ball and brought it back. Not nice. and after, after the game, after the whistle, he came at me. I didn't know he was behind me.
3: <laughs> Did you win the game?
1: No, uh, unfortunately, oh. win,
3: it didn't give us enough time to Martin. never. <laughs> so, coach, I know it's been basketball for you, but has there been a time that a ref like they made the wrong call? They, um. And how do you deal with that? Because yeah, <laughs> well,
6: we'll we'll see how this how it goes for for soccer. Because uh, in soccer, mistakes or bad calls can be, you know, so crucial. You can win or lose the game. In in basketball, you might get a foul and it's a point. But in soccer, a points a, it's a big deal. Uh, penalty kick, penalty kick could you know be make or break. So really crucial. A lot of emotions. But um and like I tell the players, like I tell the parents, we're gonna you know, we can have the conversation, but it's about how respectful we approach it. And I wanna I wanna say before the season I'm gonna do my best to keep my cool, be <laughs> a example. Of course, you know, we'll 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 see how it all goes. Uh, Sometimes those,
9: those competitive juices get flowing and you just react. Right? Yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. It's it's hard when you're in that moment. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's hard to withstand, withhold. So, Martin, I see that your favorite movie is McFarland, USA. Is that about the runners? Yes, sir. I that love is. that movie. That is a great movie. That's a that. really I good movie. movie. Have I've you seen, seen that it. movie? I've never seen it. It's a really hmm. great movie. It's a tearjerker movie. That's, so, that's not our Danny Diaz. Yeah. <laughs> so, Coach, what would you say your favorite sports movie is?
6: Favorite sports movie? Um, well, I grew up watching the Rockies with my dad. All of the Rockies, mm-hmm. I think, are classic. Yes, um, there's some movie, and most of these are about dun, dun, fighting. Dun, I'm just now realizing that. Dun, dun, but uh, um, Tom Hardy called Warrior, I
5: don't think I've seen uh,
6: that one. He's he's maybe it's you know, it's a teacher, science teacher who turns MMA fighter.
3: Um, oh, no, you're he, talking he, about Here Comes the Boom with uh, Kevin. Kevin
6: no, no, James. this, one, this I don't know. Oh, I didn't. I don't know about that one. I know this one called Warrior. Tom Hardy's in it, and a science teacher turns MMA fighter. So maybe just is my teacher mentality, I want to imagine being a big tough MMA fighter. I don't know. It, it speaks to me in, in some level. And and he was also the underdog in that that movie. So um, uh, I would say that one Warrior is what it's called.
3: That's so good. Yeah, so good. There's part of the underdog in that movie too. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a great movie. I'm pretty sure he Everybody was a music a- teacher in
8: Here Comes the Boom.
3: Yeah, well, he's, he, was, he was the science teacher. No, we were talking, you just sounded like you were describing Here Comes the Boom with Kevin James. I've never, I've
8: never seen that one. It's funny.
3: Yeah, it's hilarious. Uh, anyway, uh, so with that, okay, Martin, tell me, because I, I think, well, and I, I don't think I've ever asked a coach this, so I kind of want to know your answer to this, we're almost done. Before the game, you kind of got nerves, you know, I think on both sides. I, I, I We don't talk about the coach's nerves, but I, I know you have an expectation in your head. You're probably playing out how you want it to go, how you wish it would go. Uh, how do you deal with those, how do you deal with the pregame emotion? Uh, for, Martin, for you, it's as a player. You know, what what's your pregame warm up? What do you what do you do to help deal with that emotion?
1: What helps me the most is just like just do some breathing exercises and then just visualize the perfect game that can happen for me and and just stick to my to my strengths and just know no matter the score to just not give up into and not
6: stop into the it whistle blows.
3: Yeah. Coach, what's that look like for you?
6: So I was watching the uh, pregame for Alabama-Georgia this weekend, and I heard something really good that I'm going to adopt into my coaching strategy, and the, the speaker, I can't remember his name, said um, that the coach should be consistent. If he always gives a pump-up pump speech, he should do that before a big game, just like a small game. If he doesn't, if he's calm and cool, he should be like that, uh, before a big game and before a normal game, um, so as to not tell the players that hey, I'm extra nervous today or anything. yeah, that the, the coach should be uh, just consistent and I thought that was really good advice. I was glad I heard that and I think I'm gonna take that in. My preference is to give a good, you know, Braveheart, uh, let's go get them speech. For freedom. Um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> you
3: can take your lives.
6: Uh, yeah, be, uh, be consistent about that before each and every game. Yeah. Um, they already know my expectations. Um, so I don't have to remind them that, but just to tell them to go up there and get it.
3: That's good. That's good. I'm glad awesome. I asked that question. Robert, why don't you ask the last question?
9: Well, it comes down to hydration. <laughs> Sweet tea. Coke. H2O, what do you prefer? Prefer H2O, it's better for my body, it's the best thing for my
1: body. But okay, sweet tea are really, really good. <laughs>
6: I
3: can't, hey it. take
6: once in a while. wow. And you, coach, I'm all water, uh, I drink water and coffee. I don't have any uh, any struggles with the sweet tea anymore. I did Very when I was good. younger, but I've kicked
3: it, yeah, anymore. He went through yeah. a three-step process. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, guys, we thank you so much for being on the show with us. Uh, thank you so much for being a part of things. Uh, we hope that you have a really great year, and uh, all the all the working out, all the drills, all the things—they pay off. And uh, we hope you have a great great season. Good luck!
6: Thank you thank very you. much. You'll have to come watch us one game.
3: Yeah. And it's it's like I said, thank you for your time. Alright, thank y'all. Bye guys. Y'all. It's time for the varsity freestyle. And all that means is this is your opportunity to win a seven uh well, it's a five person all day pass to B and B video games. Yeah. I don't know why I said seven. A five person all day pass to B and B video games, which is a eighty style arcade located by the Pizza Hut in Albertville. Uh, they also have a local video game retail store in the front. They have like fifty game systems in the back.
5: Mm-hmm. You know, like
3: Pac Man and Donkey Kong, Old and, stuff. Yeah, the fun stuff. Uh, so all you gotta do is answer the question. We're gonna help you. You're gonna survive. Be great. So all you gotta do is call in. But let me ask you the first question. You answer this. We'll ask two more. But we'll help you. We're like that game. Who wants to be a millionaire? Where you have like phone a friend we're your friend we
8: are the lifeline but
3: we know the answer so we got you so which company uses santa claus for their advertisement during christmas which company uses santa claus for their advertisement it is a soda company
2: want to be on the radio call us now At two five
3: six five oh five zero eight eight five All right, who do we have on the phone? Uh Jackson Walters. Jackson Walters Awesome. Hey Jackson Which company uses Santa Claus for their advertisements?
5: Coca-Cola? You got it, buddy.
3: Number two. Which country gifted the Statue of Liberty to the United States? Let me help you. Paris is in this country. Fries are named after them. Yes, fries are fries. named after them. We call them what fries? Oh, French. Yes, which is the country of? Uh, France. Yes! Yeah. You got it, buddy. Then last but not least, you may need a little help with this. What is the name of the newspaper company Peter Parker works for? What, Spider-Man, what is the name of the newspaper company that Peter Parker works for? It ends with Bugle. Uh, The blank Bugle. Something that happens every day.
5: I don't know.
3: Okay. If something happens every week, it's called weekly. But if something happens every day, it's called... Daily? Yes, you got it. Now say it all together. The, the Daily Bugle. You yeah, got it, buddy. Good. Jackson, you have won, my friend. If you'll stay on the line, Steven's going to tell you how to pick up that those tickets. All right, we are so glad to have Greg the Man Glasscock with us today. He is our varsity sports analyst. And he's incredible. And so, Greg... What I do with this segment, because I don't even know how to ask it, but you have a good outlay of what happens from week to week in uh, basketball now. You did football now. Basketball. So can you give us the rundown of what's going on in Marshall County basketball?
7: Yeah, as far as within the last week, uh, not a ton of action, a little bit. I think since the last time we spoke, Gunners will played a, couple games, and they were playing 500 ball, and uh, had a couple big wins last week at, uh, against Columbia up in Huntsville, and then a uh, game we did on the radio, played Etowah last uh, Friday, which uh, one thing Gunnersville's had a, uh, a knack of doing that they need to get out of, and Coach Self mentioned this to me in a post-game interview, is they, they get off to some slow starts, they were down by as many as 17 in the first half, and then mm-hmm. they turned it on after halftime and pulled away and won, actually, by 19. Wow. wow. Uh, but, again, some of those teams, a slow start will do you in, and uh, this week starts area play, and I'm actually on my way right now to Coleman County to see Gunnersville and Fairview right now. So, uh, big week for the Cats, as so they've got Fairview on the road tonight, and they come back home this Friday to play Brewer as they're in only a, you know, three-team area, so uh big week for them, and um, uh, Boaz last week, they lost a close game to Etowah, and then came back, and beat Crossbow and tonight, if I'm not mistaken, I think Boaz hosts Douglas, uh, which will be a huge game. It's a big uh, game, tonight. That's a big yes, tonight, and I tell you, has gotten off to a little bit of a slow start, and and uh, Douglas is still on fire. They're playing real good ball, real confident, uh, a lot of good returning players from last year. So uh, that should be a good game tonight in Boaz between uh, between those two teams.
3: Wow. And so uh, what are the big games we should be looking for in the following week?
7: Well, area play is starting everywhere. So uh, there's going to be some big Big area games coming up. Boaz and uh, Douglas tonight's an area game, and then the two games that Guntersville has this week uh, are both area tonight on the road and Friday at home. Um, so, so, those are big county games. Um, Albertville's on the road tonight at Gadsden City, and uh, I'm trying to think. I want to say this Friday is um. Well, I'm trying to think of who they play this Friday. I know Friday week is Albertville and Moaz again. Uh, This time they'll play in Albertville. I can't remember off the top of my head who Albertville has later this week, but they should have their area play starting real soon. But uh, this week you really get into the meat of it. Uh, A lot of teams will play area games this week and next week. And then usually when you get real close to Christmas and the week. You know, between Christmas and New Year's, teams either take a break or they play in holiday tournaments. And then usually that first full week of January is when teams really crank it up for the second, you know, second half of their season. Okay. All right. You know, guys, and another thing we've got coming up too, guys, which I'll know a whole lot more about next week. But uh, there's some meetings coming up soon about some reclassifying.
5: Wow. Uh, hmm.
7: I think that every couple of years or so as far as, you know, some teams can move up areas and regions for basketball and football and games, so I think those meetings are like the first of next week, so maybe by the time we talk next week, some of that will be uh, settled, who knows, we might have some Marshall County teams that are reclassified or in new areas.
3: Wow. Okay, and what what are some of the biggest games you know going into the holiday season that you're looking to see? What are, like the big big games? Like,
7: uh, without looking at everybody, you know, real close. Of course, I follow Gunnersville closest, and you know, the two this week are huge. And then next week, there's a couple big ones, not only involving Gunnersville, but their are county games. Next Tuesday, Gunnersville goes to Boaz. And then wow. next Thursday, Albertville comes to Hall. Ooh, that's so,
3: uh, a big one.
7: So that's involving some Marshall County teams that are, you know, big. And, you know, none of those games are what you would call um, area games. But yeah. for, the, for the county and area, they're, they're still important games. Yeah. When it comes down to it, I know coaches don't like to hear it the the most important games are your area games. Of course, a coach is going to say every game is important. To a point, it is. It's just when you get into area play, I guess you could say it's a little bit more important than normal. Yeah. So uh, there's some big county games next week, and then, you know, after next week, then you get into the Christmas break, where I don't think there's a whole lot going on, and then the week after Christmas... I hadn't looked at everybody's holiday tournament schedule, but I know Gunnersville is actually going to South Alabama to play in Mobile wow. in, a th- in a three-day tournament against mostly uh, South Alabama teams, and that's going to be some some tough competition, which, I mean, we mentioned it before. That's what Coach Self likes to do is, you know, schedule up and make you better as you go through the season, especially getting ready for postseason.
3: Man. So, so it's good. a
7: it's a fun time of year. I love the holidays and holiday basketball and and all that good stuff. So uh, you know it's hard to believe basketball is already I guess a little over a month month old or so. And after the first of the year, it'll it'll really be cranking up. So yeah, times flying by.
3: Well, Greg, we can't thank you enough for calling in. You mean so much to our show and uh, you have added so much value to it. So thank you for your time.
7: Well, you're welcome. I appreciate it. It's a joy and honor to be on with you guys every week talking about some Marshall County sports. Really enjoy it.
3: Well, thank you, Greg. We'll be looking forward to talking to you next week.
7: All right. Sounds good. Y'all have a good one.
3: That sound lets you know that the show is over. I know I can hear you crying through the radio. It's okay. <laughs> We're here to comfort you because we do exist beyond the show. Uh, at Facebook, at Varsity Radio Show,
9: Instagram Varsity underscore Radio underscore Show, or
8: on or on Twitter at Varsity Radio eight eight five, and of course, podcast everywhere,
5: Every Spotify, everywhere. Apple,
3: Google, all over the place. Yeah, just, and just we find a podcast. Yeah, find us. Come see us. Do we have a TikTok? Ooh, we that's actually we do. need to do. Yeah, we, do. we, we have, have a TikTok. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Wow, I didn't know that. That's awesome. Hey, so anyway, we are so glad that you were here with us today. We're so glad that you enjoyed uh, the coach and Martin, and uh, you got to be a part of Crossville Soccer. It was a good day. Mm-hmm. Another thing that was good was Charburger.
9: Always delicious,
3: dependable.
9: Very Uh, reliable.
3: Famous Char grill, Wildcat Burger, Philly Cheesesteaks, and Jumbo Crispy Onion Rings. That's the burger.
8: All of it delicious.
3: And then B&B Video Games. A super fun place, uniquely gifted to Marshall County. It's got an 80s style arcade and a local video game retail store. That's B&B Video Games. Hey, we are so glad that you were part of the show. And we hope that you will make us part of your schedule every week. Every Tuesday from 2.30.
5: And uh, join us back here at 88.5 JFM.